You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this episode, I share six tips for better webinars and live streams. If you're wanting to improve your video presence and close more clients on webinars and lives, this episode is for you. Keep listening. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing six tips for better webinars and live streams. I feel like live streams built my business in many ways. I have been doing live streams for my audience all the way back since 2016. And I remember making a list of entrepreneurs that I admired and looked up to. And I made a list of what were the things that they were doing and what were the things that they weren't doing. And one of the things that I noticed so many successful entrepreneurs at the time doing is getting on video. They were utilizing live streams, which back then was a new feature for Facebook. And I really leaned into live streams and it completely transformed my business. Now, the tips I'm going to share with you today are also applicable to Instagram lives or to webinars. So I'm going to give you my best tips on video, how to sell on video, how to show up on video, how to get your people to engage with you. So let's dive in. The first tip that I would give for better webinars and live streams is to have a title or topic that is a hook. So you are really positioning that title as a hook that is going to get people in. So I like to do this with the most specific title I can get, like even for this podcast, right? Six tips for better webinars and live streams. It is very clear on what you're going to learn. It is very explicit. There are other ways you can do this as well. You want to go ahead and reflect on what is your audience going to learn on your live stream And also, what are some specific pain points that your ideal clients are experiencing and struggling with that if they learned some more information on how to move through that, it would really guarantee strong attendance on your live stream or on your webinar. So as an example, if I wanted to do a webinar that was really going to engage people who were struggling with sales calls, I would maybe do something on how to triple your sales call close rate so you can make more money in 2022, right? Or in, you know, whatever year, I don't need to specify the year, but I am really speaking clearly to people who are struggling with their sales call close rate. These are people who have pitiful sales call close rates and they want to learn how to triple them so that they can make more money, right? Because once they solve that pain point, there is a desired and intended result on the back of that. You can also do that with a question. You can have a really interesting hook that is a question that you're asking so maybe the question could be something like are webinars dead in 2022 question mark people are going to start to think hmm are webinars dead in 2022 and they're going to be inclined to come listen to your live stream or even podcast or webinar whatever that might be so avoid vague titles have a really strong title and topic that is going to hook your audience in The second tip for better webinars and live streams is to keep bringing your audience back to the main idea. 
Sometimes less is more, and that is definitely true for live streams and webinars. If you try to jam pack it full of information, people are going to have so much that they're thinking about that they probably won't remember anything, but they also probably won't be reaching out to work with you. You're looking for small wins here. You don't necessarily want to help someone come, you know, as a business coach, I don't necessarily want to say, here's the 10,000 steps that you need to take to scale your business to seven figures. But I might give a few things, a few quick wins, like here's how to you know, structure your group program, or here's how to improve your sales call rate, or here's how to do this. So I'm giving a few little tidbits that they're actually going to remember. And because of that, I am going to keep bringing my audience back to those main ideas, to those maximum three main talking points all throughout the live stream or webinar. With a live stream, you're going to have people jumping in and out at different times. So it's especially good to cycle through those topics and to keep coming back to them and to keep giving a summary of what you've already shared. So for example, let's say this was a live stream and you were jumping on right now, as opposed to a podcast where you probably started from the beginning. I might be talking about tip two right now, but if I reference back to tip one and I explain that again, for you, you would now be caught up. But for someone who has been here since the beginning, I'm reinforcing even more what I've already said. So it really sticks with them. So you want to have three maximum main talking points for a live stream or a webinar and keep coming back to those. People need to hear things many times over so that it actually lands, but also just you're really reinforcing your main points so that they kind of see you as that authority figure and they really believe what it is that you're saying. Third tip for better webinars and live streams is to give your audience very specific action items. So your audience wants value from your live streams and you're giving them that in terms of the theories and the ideas that you're sharing. But what people really, really want is they want to make a change, right? They want to have a transformation. They want to have a result. So give them small action items so that they can have a quick win. So for example, a quick, easy win for you is to go do a live stream at the end of this podcast and take some of the tips that I've shared with you. You might do that and you might go make a sale. You've now had a quick win on the back of this podcast, right? And just for reference, I hope you do that with all of my podcast episodes. I hope you listen and take the golden nuggets, go action them, go grow your business, go make more money. I also would love it if you came to work with me, right? But if you start to have those quick wins, then you might start seeing me as more of an authority figure. We're going to build more of a relationship. We're much more likely to work together. And that's also what you want for your people. You want to give them quick wins, even if they're not your clients, because you're going to start to build that relation and that authority. So make it actionable, make it super clear, and make sure that that's really the kind of strong um, push that you're giving your audience and your listeners. Fourth tip for better webinars and live streams is to have a very clear call to action on how to work with you at the end of all of your webinars and live streams. So rather than seeing the end of your live stream or webinar as the ending, I would instead see that as an invitation to continue the conversation. So the conversation isn't over. The conversation is just getting started, right? So if you were doing, let's say a webinar, all about three nutrition strategies that women can implement for their body goals for, you know, self-love and all of those things, weight loss, whatever that might be, rather than it being like, okay, thanks for coming to the webinar. Bye. It's like, 
let's keep talking about this. Reach out to me to get this resource. Reach out to me to learn more about my program. Send them follow-up emails. So continue that conversation. I think that a lot of times people see the end of the webinar or the end of the live stream. They do their pitch and they're finished. And that's kind of it. But that is honestly when you are just getting started. You want to follow up with your audience. You want to continue the conversation. So I remember way back when, when I was doing so many live streams, I was doing probably two or three a week. I would always say, let's continue this conversation. If you want to keep talking about this, reach out to me. I would love to work with you in one of my offers. So I'm giving people a very clear call to action to come work with me. I'm telling them, let's continue this conversation. I am telling them that there's more here. So for example, if I did a live stream on how to scale your business to seven figures, like I said, I can't give someone 10,000 steps because they're not going to remember that. They're not going to engage. They're not going to get any quick wins. So I might focus on a small piece of that. But then I'm very clear about the fact like, hey, this is one very small piece of the big picture. This is one small piece of the puzzle. So if you want the full picture, let's talk. Let's talk about how to help you scale your business to seven figures. So I always have that very clear call to action on how to work with me. And speaking of calls to action, my fifth tip for better webinars and live streams is that when you do pitch, when you do have that call to action to work with you, that you do it before the Q&A. So typically structure would be training, Q&A, or excuse me, yeah, people usually do structure, the training, the um, Q&A, and then they'll do the pitch. The problem is at that point, once you get to the pitch, people are gone, right? They've listened to the training. They've asked their question. They're good to go. So what I did was I flipped that. So I would do my training. Then I would do my pitch. Then I would do my Q&A. So what I would say is something like, all right, everyone, I'm going to take your questions in just a moment. But before I do that, I want to talk about how we can work together. Because even though I've shared some amazing stuff right here and I want you to go action this, I also want you to know that this is just one small piece of the puzzle. And then I go into the details of my offer. So I do my training, I do my pitch, and then I do my Q&A. And this is going to make sure that people stick around because if they want to wait for the Q&A so that they can answer a question, then you get to have that opportunity to pitch your offer. And you have delivered so much awesome value for free that people absolutely can sit through a pitch. And if they don't want to, they probably weren't going to buy from you anyway. So if they want to dip out early, they totally can. But since your live stream or your webinar is meant to be to support you in pitching a new offer anyway, you want to make sure that you've done that after you've delivered your value. My sixth and final tip for better webinars and live streams is that when you do go into that Q&A, that you answer questions by pointing them back to the program. So by the time you've gotten to the Q&A session, you have already delivered immense actionable value to your audience. So you have already delivered a lot of value. So you don't need to feel super pressure to keep giving away a ton of value in the Q&A section in the same way. And one thing I would also go ahead and add to that is it would be a good idea, I think, to keep your Q&A section very focused on what the topic of conversation was. So for example, if you did a training, a live stream all about marketing strategies, and then someone had a question on team building, if you want to answer a one-off team building question, you totally can, but you could say something like, great question. That's not something I'm talking about in this live stream, but you can go check out this free resource or, but I'll take that note and maybe I'll do a live stream on that in the future. So you're keeping it super focused to what you're talking about. And as much as possible, I would be answering questions by pointing people back to the program. And you want to do that 
a bit subtle in my opinion. I don't think you need to be super explicit about it, but you totally can. But one way I would do that is if I was getting questions about, let's say my sold out sales about sales and I did a training on sales and I was selling sold out sales, uh, which is my sales program, sales, sales, sales. Um, I would be like, oh my gosh, that's such a great question. When I created module two, that was really the thing that was influencing that module, right? So I kind of let them know where the answers to that question can be found. And that is inside of the offer. So I think still be generous, give them a little nugget of insight, but still keep pointing them back to the program. Because the point is, if you have questions about this, the question is answered inside of the program. You've already given free value. You should answer, you know, lightly some of these questions, but I would keep pointing it back to the program because the whole point of the training is for you to sell your offer. They get free value through the training in the Q&A and through the pitch. That's your opportunity to get value back from your audience, right? And to have people get to know you, get to know your offer and to kind of come back to that. So really position the program as the solution to the questions that they're asking, if applicable. So that was six tips for better webinars and live streams. Just to recap, the first one is to position your title or topic as a hook. So that could be a question, it could be a statistic, it could be a bold statement, but keep it very specific. You don't want anything vague. The second tip is to keep bringing your audience back to the main idea. So have no more than three main talking points and keep restating them over and over. For example, I'm restating them right now so that if you've forgotten some of them, you're like, oh yeah, that's one of the things that she said. So by continuing to reinforce it, your audience is going to remember that much better. Third tip is to be specific and give your audience action items. So give them very specific action items. So tell them, go do this thing, go take action, right? So in your case, go do a live stream and do your pitch before you do your Q&A or whatever that might be, but have a very specific action or homework item. And I think especially as coaches, that's important because then people start to see you as their teacher, as their mentor, as their coach. You tell them to do something, they do it, they get a win, the relationship builds. Fourth tip for better webinars and live streams, always have a clear call to action to work with you. So the live stream is not the end of the conversation. It's just the beginning. Make it very clear that you have definitely shared great value with them, but it's just a small piece of the puzzle. So tell them how they can work with you, whether that's to reach out to you, to book a sales call, to message you in the DMs, your private coaching, your program, your course, whatever have a pitch and make it clear how they can work with you. If you're pitching many different things, it could even be as simple as if you love this, I would love for you to reach out to me so we can talk about how to work together to help you hit your goals. Keep it simple, but have a clear call to action. Fifth tip is to pitch after the training and before the Q&A to retain your audience. So you're gonna do your training, you're gonna do your pitch, and then you're gonna do your Q&A. So if previously you've done training Q&A pitch, you wanna flip that. The reason being is that you have just given huge value through your training. So then you want to go ahead and move into your pitch and then you can do a Q&A. The last tip is to answer questions in that Q&A section by pointing them back to the program. So you've just pitched the program. So now they know what it is. So you want to go ahead and answer those questions by pointing them back to the program. You can still give them little nuggets of insight, but as much as possible, you want to be pointing them back to the program and positioning that as the solution and where to find the answers to the questions that they have. I hope that this was helpful for you and I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. We release new episodes each and every week. 
so make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a woman entrepreneur and you want to work with me to scale your business to six, seven, or even eight figures, send me a message because I'm currently accepting new clients. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next week.